New Wave Podcast. I'm back, bitch. I'm sitting here with my nigga Stoney right now. Hey. Just met him like 37 seconds ago. <laughs> what's up with you, though, bro? Hey, man, I'm coolin', I'm coolin'. Uh, what's up with you? Chillin', bro. Trying to have a dope interview, bro. Yeah. New Wave Podcast. Um, I don't know if you've seen much of the videos or anything I put I put up, but yeah, I basically started a platform, bringing a whole bunch of rappers, DJs, any, anybody influential in the music scene or like hip-hop culture. It don't got to be music. It could be anything. You right. know what I'm saying? Just, just have right. a dope conversation, bro. You know what I'm saying? I see you got a couple of things popping. Came to the platform to talk about. Basically, do you, you're a, I know you're a rapper. I know you rap. Mm. Um, I know you mix and master, you're engineer. Right. What all do you do, bro? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I make music, you know, um, I'm also an audio engineer. Um, I've done engineering work for uh, Wiz Khalifa, Ray Schremer, Riff Raff, Maxo Cream, Free Band Gang, Doughboy, uh, Jimmy Wapo. Like, I do all of Jimmy Wapo stuff, like, ever since Wapanee. So, mm-hmm. like, any project you hear come out from Jimmy Wapo or Moneyland Music, like, that's, that's all me, too. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, you know, artists artist by by night engineer by day you know it's kind of it's kind of funny like you know because i'm always doing so much engineering work that it's like whenever it comes to like me making my shit um i'm always making shit like at super late at night like i can't remember the last time i made a song during the day like just for the past couple years mm-hmm. like since i've had my studio for real and it's, it's not that like it's not that the engineering gets in the way of that it's just something about working at nighttime it's peaceful and you know i just i just um I vibe better like yeah. late at night. Like every everything that I've made, like everything like that I'm gonna put out over the next year or whatever is all made at like three AM or later type shit, you know. So like I'm I'm a night owl. Me too. It seems like you get a little bit more creative at night. Right, right. You know I'm saying sometimes you just gotta take that run the sheets, get some coffee, get a red bull and just get to it. I dig it. How how did you how did you get to the point where you was an engineer to mix and master all those artist records? Um, I mean Originally, when I started, like, like describe the process. I mean, obviously, hard work. You know what I'm saying, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was really just like just working with certain people led to me being able to work with other people. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. having like mutual connections. Like, let's say, like, uh, like Wapo did a song with Wiz. Well, that means I'm gonna get them Wiz vocals and I'm gonna mix them from from scratch. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The, his, it's not gonna be his people mixing them. It's gonna be my people. So, like, you know, some of them are like stuff like that. And then, um, how long know, you been doing this? Like engineer, engineering about three and a half years now what made you want to do this uh i really just started like uh, my studio originally just so i didn't have to pay for studio time anymore um because like as an artist like that's one of the biggest things and and you know like whenever you like have all this music and you can't get to the studio it's, it's a pain in the ass you know what i'm saying epic studio right yeah epic studios get the hat epic studios gang feel me feel me that's what's up that's what's so, up at uh yeah it's on the south side right off of carson on 22nd street and um yeah man like it it was really just for myself like i never had any plans on doing it all crazy serious and then like i started posting about it like when i originally started doing it and people were asking me like you know like can i record you so i'm like yeah you know i mean i started recording people i figured why not i can make some money too you know and uh it just it just really grew into something that i like never thought it would be honestly like now i I mean i feel like people hold me like to the same level engineering wise as like they do me artist wise like whenever people talk about the best engineers in the berg people like my name is in that you feel Mm -hmm. me and it's like that was never my intention i never had that goal or anything like that but it's just cool to see like the way that god god works and and puts those opportunities in front of us and, and and things like that so for surely so you was probably like Mixing mastering records like with like ID Labs or something, paying for studio time? Nah, I was going to a couple places. I went to like MCM Studios. Um, I've been down to ID a couple times um, to record. 
couple of times, uh, like sitting down with uh, Big Germ. And, How much do it be? Like a set? I never went to ID Labs. To uh, I'm pretty sure they do fifty an hour. Uh, um, just depending on who you're who you're working with. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't want to like off quote anything. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I, I do forty an hour at my spot. Forty okay. an hour. Um, plus like mastering if you want all that stuff too. A lot of people don't get into mastering, don't really know what mastering is. So mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's just straight mixing. But you know, that's what's up. Um, so you start. So they stop hitting you in your pockets. Got your own studio. Got it cracking on the south. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had to like grab a spot, like lease a spot. Uh, built the whole studio from the ground up, or were like my last, my last spot was built from like the ground up. Like my last spot, we started in like a garage with like stone, like cinder block walls, stone floors, and like uh, like uh, wooden seams and shit. And like we took that shit and renovated it. Like we got nice walls, like hardwood floors, like the ceilings, like brand new lighting, all that shit. And um. Unfortunately, like the person that was like owned the spot that I was at moved to California, so I had to relocate down to the south side. But um, it was kind of fortunate at the same time because whenever I got down to the south side, I've been out down there for a year now, and I've got more business and made more money in this past year than I did mm-hmm. in those whole first two years at um, at my old location. It's just a prime location, and I've I've been able to take advantage of a lot more opportunities. Um, down here on the south side so overall it's been a blessing you know mm-hmm. at, at first it, it didn't seem that way um but everything worked itself out and i'm I'm definitely grateful for that i think it, real quick explain to people exactly what mixing and mastering the record is because some people i play local musical whammo mm-hmm. people give me music you tell it's just trash mm-hmm. like it's not mastered it's not mixed down yeah like. uh i mean basically you know mixing mixing and mastering music is just taking it from like it, it's like raw form and just basically getting it ready like ready for like radio play you know um you know you, you got to like equalize frequencies and compress vocals and you know like w- like when you try to explain this to people it's like they feel like they're listening to like a calculus problem you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying but i mean yeah it's it's basically just like putting all the necessary like effects and all that on the vocals so that it's ready to to be um put out into the world and and uh, so it's it's the right quality for people to listen to it, you know, because like you said, you've gotten some stuff that you can tell it's yeah. obviously not mixed right, distorted, and you don't want you don't even want to listen to that. Like nobody wants to hear bad quality music because, especially in today's day and age, there's so many artists and millions of songs on the internet. It's not hard for you to just press next and hear a song with good quality. So nobody's gonna tolerate bad quality mm-hmm. music if your if your music's not quality. Uh, like mixed, and no one's gonna listen to it. Yeah, like prime example, you hear that uh, XXX record? Look at me. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's mixed. It's that, not. It's, it's like it sounds so fucking distorted. Like yeah, the way the bass hits. It, the, it, it's not mixed that well. Yeah. Like I've listened to that a couple of times, and uh, I, I like when I listen to records like that. I think to myself, like, damn, like I could have did this, this, and this to make that better. You know what I mean? Like now that I've been doing it for so long, I kind of like break it down, and I can kind of like hear what's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, when it comes to like engineering and mixing, like it's 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 a fact that every engineer has their own style of mixing. Um, maybe maybe less. So with like the older generation of engineers, because a lot of people are just real technical and go by like the numbers and with the newer generation of engineers, especially with myself, we kind of a lot of us kind of have just more of like a good ear for how things should sound as opposed to maybe being more on the technical side of it. Like like this number. Right, right. And this reads this. Right. Right. It's like baking a cake. You bake the cake a thousand times. You know what the fuck you're doing. You don't need to look at the directions. I need three teaspoons. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right. I dig it. Right. I dig it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, I think I think like with the newer generation of engineers, it's like we we mix a record to how we know it sounds good. You know, like like I listen to shit on the radio. I'm like, this sounds good. So it's like you're trying to get your mixes like close to 
close to that. Mm-hmm. Like older engineers are like, all right, let me set this to this and set this to this. Like they have an idea of what it's supposed to sound like already in their head. And a lot of people, a lot of artists especially get turned off to that because older, a lot of older, and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to like put any, like everybody in like a, a box or anything like that or the same category, but it's just like, um, the artist has a vision too, you know, it, it's the artist's song. So mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm sure like they they always have input and they have a certain way that they want the song to sound too. So it's like, yeah, put put your own sauce on it, but you also got to make sure that you are still bringing the artist's vision to life too and not just what you think their song should sound like, you mm-hmm. know? So that's that's the biggest thing, honestly. I think it, and you're Jimmy Wapo's official engineer, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So, so everything that Jimmy Wapo make, you touch. Yeah, I've done Wapanese, uh, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Digital, which hasn't come out yet, Jordan Kobe, that Money Lane music mixtape, uh, Money Lane 2 is going to come out here sometime over the summer too. Um, yeah, everything, man. That's what's up. What's it like working? In st- what's, it, what's it like working in the studio with Wapo? Uh, shit, man. I mean, it's nonstop. It's 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 pretty cool. Um, I mean, like we've been working for like over a year now, so like that's really like my bro now. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 really really laid back, and um, you know, he he comes in ready to work. You know what I mean? Like there's no slack, and like and uh, what's cool about him as an artist is that like he doesn't like like 98 percent of the shit that you hear from him like it's off the top. Like we we come in the stew and like he'll come with beats or I'll play in beats and he'll just catch a vibe to it and he'll just he'll just go in there and just go off the top like like all I'm telling you all the shit you hear like all that Jordan Kobe all that shit like that's off the top you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like his his creating process is is um a lot different than than most artists but it works for him because like you know he just catches that vibe and and we just got that that good vibe in that space you know what mm-hmm. I mean. And just as a as an artist and, a, and an engineer, like we we connect, you know, so it's not hard for us to work in that way. I think actually that way works better for him as opposed to coming in and just having some shit written and and yeah. trying to you know do it. And like there will be times like that too. Like sometimes yeah. he will come in like with something already written. You know what I mean? Because maybe he caught a vibe outside the studio and he wanted to make sure he ain't lose it. Um, but uh, yeah, most of the time it's just coming in there and we just making shit from scratch and it's just. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so you do produce beats too, as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. Along with the engineering them? Yeah, yeah. I make beats too. Not as, uh, not as much. Um, I made a lot of beats last year. Um, this year I've kind of fell back off it a little bit because I've been working so much, like engineering wise, and as an artist as well. So, um, I, I haven't really done much like production wise like this year, but I do plan on getting back on it soon. Mm-hmm. I really want to more so than just like make beats on my own i want to collaborate with other producers that i that i think are talented you know what i'm saying like um because sometimes when it comes to making beats for me it's just it's hard for me to find that like initial spark or like that inspiration to make a beat like i don't i don't get the same inspiration making beats as i do like engineering or like working on music you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like it takes a little bit extra so like when i'm working with somebody that helps that helps me catch a vibe for that yeah like getting a starting point more so right right yeah you just elevate it to the next level right and plus like i don't i don't know like that much about like music theory and shit and like when it comes to making beats like that's that's kind of essential like i know a little bit of like some things but i'm not like i couldn't mm-hmm. tell you too much like i i, I can tell you all the keys on a, on a keyboard i can show you a couple scales and mm-hmm. I, I can tell you what keys sound good together but that's that's about it you know what I mean? yeah, there is a lot there is a lot to making music more so with than just a snare in this. Uh, it's, there, there's much more, much more. When you're engineering these projects for Wapo, do you ever have any creative uh, input? Like, yo, absolutely. But yeah, I, I would say I would say that I have just as much input as he does. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, 
and I would say that with like anybody's music that I engineer, honestly, because like I said, it's always about taking the artist vision and bringing that to life. But it, but people also like coming to me because I got my own like sauce that I put on shit. You know what I mean? Like I'll I'll spice something up. I'll do this. I'll do that. That that they didn't think of, and they'll be like, oh shit, like that just took it to the next level. You feel me? So that's why I think people like working with me because I really care about like the shit that I'm working on. So I'm gonna do anything I can to make it sound as good as it can, whether it's putting a beat drop here or throwing this effect in or doing this or or doing that or or whatever it is. You know, like I really take like a hands-on approach to that shit. I I put in just as much effort as I do um, on my music, on other people's music, you know, like Uh time allowing. So. Period, period. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, yeah, I was wondering how that worked. I, I didn't know if like engineers have a lot of creative input. Like I know they mix and master it to get everything sounding perfect. Mm-hmm. But like so, if someone if he gets a beat made from someone, you be like, yo, you know what? You know you should add, you should add this, or you should take that out. Like y'all have those discussions yeah. in the studio. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We do that. Yeah. Even, even. I mean, even sometimes as far as like even like with like a certain bar, like like I might hear something that like yo, like you could take like that one word out and it would like flow smoother. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's not on no like, it's not on no like. Like nobody feels like anybody's trying to interfere, you know. Like we're all in there for the same reason, trying to trying to take this product and make it as quality as it can be. So you know, when I'm giving input or when someone else is is mm-hmm. giving input, it's it's a positive thing. It's it's for the benefit of 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 everybody, you know what I'm saying? So right. um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's always all love in a stew, man. Like it's always it's always good vibes and 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 great music being made. Why well, so, my man? I saw that you tweeted uh, Jimmy Wapa mentioned you like in a hot new hip hop. Interview. Yeah, yeah. What do you say? That was love. Actually, uh, well, Hot New Hip Hop was was asking him questions and and shit. Like, I guess they had went and, and done like a whole bunch of research on like Pittsburgh shit. Like, they asked him about like the Steelers, Wiz, Max, Shadow Lounge, and I guess that they one of the things that they researched was me. So they just asked him about me, and they they were basically like they had like a table full of emojis. They had like the fire emoji, the trash emoji, like whether it was good or bad, whatever. So they they just brought my name up and, you know, he he was showing all types of love, fire emoji, all that, you know. Um mm-hmm. but it, it it was definitely a good look and it was definitely a good look that, that they even um took that look and, and, and brought me up in that conversation too, yeah. you know. So I mean shout out to WAP and shout out to uh, Hot New Hip Hop on that. Period, period. You rap too. Yeah. You are you're a vocalist. Yeah. Yeah, at, at at this point. A lot of the music that I have out is, is rap music, but a lot of the music that I got coming out um, I wouldn't call it rap. Uh-huh. Yeah. What'd you call it? Just you, you can put it in the box. Just music. Um, yeah, I'm just it's just music. I can't really put it in a box. Uh, some shit might kind of lean on like a R and B ish vibe, mm-hmm. but I don't want to call it anything. You know, uh, I mean, it's really like for me, like this past, um, like eight or nine, ten months, I just been really trans like transitioning into like um a new sound and everything like that. And um, just completely going outside of the box. Like my my whole thing for damn near the past year has just been like challenging myself as an artist to go outside of the box and not do the normal shit. Cause I can get on any beat and I can rap and that's cool. But you know, I got tired of that and I wanted to challenge. So I wanted to expand. Um, so now really like in, in my creating process with music, like going outside of the box and like going outside of my comfort zone has like become my comfort zone. 
Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I, I, I never know what I'm gonna do in there, but it's always something different. It's always something that I've never done before, which is which is a beautiful thing. And and it's, it's not rap music, but I love it. You know what I'm saying? And like maybe for like some people who have just been used to me like rapping for all these years, like you know, some people might not catch on at first. But like that's okay because the biggest thing about this is that like I'm having so much fun making this music. I'm having more fun making this music than I was like the rap music, and that's that's how I know like it's right. You know, I'm not I'm not doing too much. I'm not like uh, selling out or doing anything I'm not supposed to be doing. Like, I, I love this music that I'm making and like I love making it. You feel me? Right. So it's a beautiful thing and I can't wait to share it with the world. I'm actually um, going to drop like well, I, I put out two records this year so far. Uh, dial tone and slow down. And I, like the, the, I like the slow down. One. And those are like the first like two tastes of like the direction that I'm in. Um, so I'm actually about to drop this little four song EP called Stoney's World in a couple weeks, produced by uh, S.A. and Dirtbag. Um, S.A.'s from the Berg, Dirtbag is from Florida. So that's going to be like the first like body of work as Stoney, like me going from Norman Dean to Stoney. Where can they find it? Where can they find it, Stoney? Uh, it's going to be everywhere. Um, SoundCloud.com backslash it's Norman Dean still, uh, but also like all major music platforms, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Tidal, Deezer, uh, Anywhere you can think of, uh, I think there's like a hundred mm-hmm. different stores that yeah, it's on. Right. So yeah. yeah, all the all the logos you see on everybody else's shit. Anywhere, yeah. There's there's <laughs> there's, there's no lack for for the the, the music. When you be working with other artists, with you being like an engineer and you knowing how to put the whole final project together, do you find yourself too uh, controlling? Never, all right. never, never, because um, because like the thing about working with another artist, like if I'm working with another artist, like I'm trying to do something that I wouldn't do on my own, you know. So like. If if I if I believe in another artist to 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 the point where I'm gonna work with them on a song, it, it means I believe in them and I want and appreciate their input. You feel me? Um, so like, nah, nah. I think I think anybody anybody that I do work with, like we we always mesh and, and vibe really well. And um, I think it's also because I'm I'm very selective with the people that I work with too. I mean, there's a lot of talented artists out here in the city that I'm cool with that I've known for for years that I might not necessarily have have any music with um and it's not like a bad thing you know it's just um i'm just selective about who i work with you know and that's not to take away from anybody's talent it's just you know yeah i like your music like i was, li- I was listening to your uh music coming into this like when i'm interviewing someone i like to listen to exactly what they make just to get right. that vibe of what they're bringing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. Um, I really like that slow down record. Thank I, you. I like that one. I like Thank the slow you. down record. I'm about to shoot a video for that soon. Yeah. Sixty thousand uh plays on SoundCloud. I think it deserves a bit. Oh. Yeah, it's doing 60, good. Sixty thousand, sixty K. Yeah, it's doing good so far. Hopefully, hopefully we 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 touch a mm-hmm. hundred. It's, def- it's definitely a different sound. You can't and you can't put the uh the Pittsburgh like stamp on it. Like a lot of music here, you could tell it's made here. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. Like I want my music to have like that worldwide effect. You know, I want I want it to be something that like people could could rock with all over, not just like oh that sounds like Pittsburgh, that sounds like here, that sounds mm-hmm. like there. Um, you know, I, I just want to make music for everybody. I want to appeal to like different demographics of people and, and shit like that. You know, like that's how you get yourself out there. Well, like that's how you, how you become worldwide. Um, you know, like, like Wiz, you know what I mean? People always talk about like Wiz, like they wish, like they missed the old Wiz, this and that. But like Wiz is a genius because he's made rap records. He's made R&B records. He's made pop records. He's made uh, Bro. everything. And Bro. That, that's how he's become worldwide. And, and and people people just like people don't understand that like from a from a fan standpoint, you know what I mean? Like people don't 
understand like 99% of the shit that goes yeah. on behind the scenes but like that's that's how he's how he got as big as he is like that's how, that's why he's worldwide whiz that's why he Bro, he got see you again see you, you again me? got what 3 billion plays that's, on YouTube that's, or something that's that's the, something crazy that's the 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 biggest rap record or or like biggest like song by a rapper like on YouTube ever like that has like that's like the only rap record with over a billion views on YouTube. Yeah, I think it's, no, it's definitely two. It's definitely no, it, it's at two now, yeah. and that's the craziest thing because like there's no other one that's even at one billion, and that shit's coming up on two or or might be past two. So Lapped like, so like it's like you know what I mean? Like that influence, like that shit's long lasting. Like that's longevity. You know what I mean? Like when you when you can appeal to different types of people and and different demographics, you're creating longevity for yourself. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's 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 more than just just making this different type of music because right. whatever. Right. Niggas be like, wait, well, sold out. Dude. Nah, he didn't sell out. Yeah, the, nigga the, 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 f- the nigga got smart and he wanted more money and he wanted to be worldwide and, and he knew how to do it and, and mm-hmm. fuck what anybody says because them, them niggas ain't put money in your pocket. All these people talking about, oh, I want the old whiz back, da 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 They're still buying the albums. They're still listening to the mixtapes, so it doesn't matter. Same shit to say about Kanye. Yeah, same. We ain't gonna get into Kanye. Yeah. I, I love Kanye. I love Kanye, but he's a controversial man. Yeah, he Wait, is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like talk, talking about Kanye is like talking about politics. Like, yeah, talk- yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> it's just like, let, let's just avoid it all together. Yeah, nigga in the second place right now, but we'll get the next topic. But, um, what's it gonna raise? Oh, yeah, so yeah, you seem pretty diverse. Like, who you like to listen to? Uh, Fuck just from Pittsburgh, just in general. Uh, I listen to myself a lot, to be honest, now. Because like I I just like I said I've I've really been enjoying like the music that I've been making so like uh, like more than ever I listen to myself but like some other artists I listen to like I listen to Ty Dolla Sign a lot he's probably one of my favorite he might he, I think he's my favorite artist to be honest uh, I've been listening to his shit for a long time I probably bang him more than anybody else um, like Party Next Door uh, Twenty Four Hours is dope Larry June um, I I. There's not a lot, a lot of artists that I listen to on a consistent basis, but I do listen to like a lot of artists, like because there's a, there's a lot of talent out there um, right now. So, uh, but th- those are a couple of people that I that I like fuck with on a regular. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely them them few. I don't even know the last two people you named. Twenty four hours and who's the other one? Twenty four hours and Larry June. Larry June's from the Bay. Larry June. Twenty four hours used to be the rapper Royce Rizzy. If you ever heard of Royce Rizzy, still don't know what we talking about. Ah, uh, that's all right. No, uh, Twenty four hours is, is coming to the Rex on Sunday. The Sunday? Yeah, if you're free, check that shit out. Or it's like, what? He said he's coming? Sunday yeah, he's going to be here June on Sunday. June 11th. Yeah, he's going to be here on Sunday. So if you can, peep it out. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to make my way bet, down there. Bet. Because he's dope. I'll pull up. I don't got shit to do Sunday. Yeah, I mean, just you check some music out like before uh, before you do. Like He does a lot of work with Ty Dolla Sign. They actually got like a, a like collab project coming out, I'm pretty sure, soon. So, uh, okay. He's dope. Bet. He's dope. Who do you want to work with Um, in the industry? Like, Soon, like who you trying? Anyone you trying to work with, rap wise or like producing, yeah, engineering, anything? Definitely Todd Dolla Sign. Like first and foremost, show because like his shit is just so player. Like listen, like if you don't, if you don't know how to like, if you don't got game and you don't know how to talk to the bitches, lock yourself in a room and listen to Ty Dolla Sign for like two weeks straight. You gonna come out that room a new man. You gonna be mm. pimping. Like, he just got so much game. Like, he's really giving niggas, like, so much free game in his music. Like, it's crazy. Like, just, but but the crazier thing is that, like, it's so soulful, too. Like, uh-huh. his influences are, like, 
seventies, eighties. Yeah, like, singers. His dad was shit. in the band, I think. Yeah, like he has he has like a, a like a great musical background and, and family and everything like that. So it's like he took like these old inspirations and and gave them new life and shit like that. So it's like his style is so crazy, man. Like nobody nobody can fuck with with Ty Dolla Sign to me, man. He's he's the illest uh, illest like R and B yeah. singer out here. I'm pretty sure he's one of like the top ten most played people on Spotify right now. So that says something. You feel me? Dolla Sign's eating. I like Ty. He's eating, man. He's on every radio record now, man. I've been I've been I've been listening since since like the original Beach House and shit and like. Like the progression and and like every project he puts out like never ceases to amaze me, man. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's like straight through, no skips, yeah. every time, man. And, and 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 like his shits, like when I hear his shit, I get inspired to make. What's music. the best tape? Because I got tape. I need to listen to sign language. sign language, sign language, sign language. Oh yeah, I heard, I heard sign language. I heard, I heard a lot of sign language. Got, let, yeah, he got uh, that Lord knows with Rick Ross. That's just uh, hard. Dom Kennedy. He got um. What's the one that, he got with Yo Gotti? The song. That's like I do. I, I like that. Uh, yeah. Like I do. Yeah. That's that joint. I like sound language. Uh, drinking cranberry. Yeah, man, I bumped that tape all the time. Like when that shit came out, I was bumping it faithfully, and I'm still bumping it like just as faithfully now, yo. That uh-huh. shit's that shit's ridiculous. So yeah, man, like it's like. So if you get a girl on the show, you throw in sign language on the way back to the crib. Man, I've, much. I've 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 thrown on. How many bitches have you fucked the sign language? That's the question I'm asking. <sighs> About ten. Quite a few. Okay. Quite a few. I ain't gonna lie, cause look, man, that shit, that shit, uh, that shit just sets the mood, yo. Like, <laughs> you know, like that shit, uh, that shit is just crazy. Like I said, he's giving out free game, man, and it's like I fuck with that shit, so I play that shit. You know, that's something cool for the ladies to listen to, and also uh-huh. like I'm fucking with that, so I'm, I'm gonna get in my zone. Probably got a routine. Pick her up. Go to track seven. Uh, well, look, man, I, am, I ain't doing that no more, cause I got a girl. But okay, we can but, stop talking about it. No, no, no. It's not even like that. But cause look, the past is the past. I'm not ashamed, afraid yeah. to talk about nothing. Like. Reality is reality. Like nothing's gonna change it, you know. But um, yeah, man, I've I've had some experiences with that shit playing in the background, bro. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's just perfect, man. Like I said, he he he's giving for a game. You just gotta listen and, and apply. Yeah, for real. I like that dog sound. I like the whole West. The West is eating right now. Yeah, West Coast is crazy, man. YG crazy. doing this thing out there. It's a lot of people in Cali, Yo, honestly. West is eating. YG Kendrick, my favorite rapper of all is Nipsey Hussle. Oh yeah, yeah. Nipsey's fly, man. Nipsey's fly. I, I was I was out in Cali, um. Like last month for uh for like a week and a half, just like I had like a couple meet like meetings with some people. I was working on some music and also like it was my first time out there, so I was just catching some vibes and shit. I'm going back out there the end of end of next month for for probably like two, three weeks this time, trying to get some business done and, mm-hmm. and shit like that. But it's it's beautiful out there, man. Like the vibe is, is crazy different. Like the people are nice. Um the liquor is half off. I need to oh wait, wait, wait. this is what I gotta ask you about being <sighs> You was in LA? Yeah, I was all over. I was in Costa Mesa, LA, Hollywood. I know you seen the dispensaries. Yeah, I got weed from dispensaries. Bro, like- I didn't go in any, but I had I had a homie who had his card. So like they got this app called called uh weed weed maps and shit. So like <laughs> basically it'll show you everything that the dispensary has. Like the menu. Right. I'm I'm gonna pull it up for you right now. So we would just pull up outside and I would just like see what I wanted and shit. And he would just go in and get it for me. Like, check this out, bro. Check this out. This oh, shit, it's beautiful, bro. Like it's beautiful, and it's always what it says. And the crazy thing is, like, you go on there, Death Star, and what? they they show you that's a classic weed right there. I've been smoking that for years. But they show you all these weeds and shit, and like they're like 30, 31, 32 percent like THC and shit like that. And like you gotta realize, like the fire shit we get over here, like uh, like cook like Girl Scout cookies and like grill- it's, it's like twenty percent or something. That shit's like twenty three. Okay. And there's like hundreds and hundreds of strains over there that are like 
over that. You feel yes. like around thirty, but you gotta realize because also like Girl Scout cookies and Gorilla Glue and shit like that. Those are like the Godfather strands. Those have been around for so long, and like with all the new advances that that marijuana has been making and shit over the past couple years, and all the people and guess I guess how easy it is to to get your own strain for someone with the resources. You gotta think everybody is engineering their shit to be better than that. You mm-hmm. feel me? Because because they can. So it's just crazy. I, I was out there smoking shit. I didn't even. I never heard of like DJ Shortberry. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> It's 29% and I was fried. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it was, but it's fire coming in a little tube. Tell you what it is. Tell you if it's an indica, sativa, hybrid. Hey, which one is the one that gets you hyper? One one's puts you like get you like relaxed uh for anxiety, I think, right? Like sativa or indica, and one uh-huh. like gets you hyper. Uh-huh. Which one's which? Uh do you know? We just be smoking. I'm having a blank right now. Okay, it's not definite. Yeah, well, yeah, because because there's a lot of hybrids and shit, like especially out there, like like uh, yeah, I know the hybrids. Is that what you was talking about? Like Okay. Those like crazy strains, like they're like most of them crazy strains and shit are hybrids. Like even I went out there and I like I had like uh like lemon cookies and like strawberry lemon cookies and like them shits are hybrids. Like it's, so it's like it's a little bit of both. Um and like a lot of them strains are and shit. So uh yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's a different world out there, yo. Like I, I smoked a lot of weed last time and I plan on smoking like twice as much weed this time. So uh yeah. So do you want me to hold one? Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I don't smoke a lot of weed. Like, I don't know which ones would be more potent. Like the like you said, like the Godfather strands, like all those OG Kushes and like this new shit, Bubble Gum Godzilla Killer. It's just your preference for real. Uh-huh. It just be your preference. Like I mean, I, I like I love OG. Like OG is probably like my like all time favorite strand because it just has this like nice like pungent taste like that it leaves on your tongue and it's just like classic every time. Feel me. Oh. Feel me? It's, it's just some some good kush out here. I can't smoke with the big dogs. I'll be so high. Like I don't smoke enough. There's not enough I did. I'm, I'm sure y'all be hitting the dab and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I dab too. I actually like went through this like. Isn't that like 98% THC or something? Nah, nah. It's it's like they're like closer to like 60, like 50, 60 percent. Okay. But but it is just like but it is like it's just like no leaf and shit like that, yo. But nah, dabbing's cool too. Dabbing's more like of like a an attentive high for real to me. Well, I guess it depends whether it's a, it's a, t- a sativa or indica. But I went through this like period like a couple years ago where like I just completely stopped smoking flour and I was just doing dabs for like a whole year and. After a while, that shit just got to be too much. I ain't gonna lie. I had mm-hmm. to go. I had to go back to the weed and shit. And like, I, I still dab and shit like here and there. But I, I rather just smoke some weed, man. Yeah. You know, it just depends on like what you got to do. Like maybe like you got to go do like a business meeting or some shit, and like you want to get high, but you don't want to smell like weed. So like, you know, what I mean, you do that. How do you be high at a business meeting? That high. Some people work better high, man. I, I don't be understanding. I'm not one. I, I give credit to y'all. For it depends doing that. on how high you are. Like, you, like you don't want to be like super, super like in the couch high, but like just a like a little uh-huh. something. Like it, it takes the edge off, and it like right. it gives you something. You know what I'm saying? So, it. I mean, it all depends. Yeah, know? preference. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, you gotta come up with your own strand. Epic, epic Kush. Yo, I'm I'm definitely gonna come up with my with my own strand whenever I can. Low key. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna call it. I might call it the norm. Since my name's Norman, uh, the norm, but it's gonna be super. That fire. sounds titty though. It, no, but it, see, but look, that's that, that's that sounds that's gonna be the thing about it because like like <laughs> when, you, when you hear the norm, you're like, oh, the normal, right? Right. But it's gonna be so fire. Like what I'm trying to do is I'm I'm trying to like raise the bar, set the standards so that the normal is like super fire. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, like like if it's not super fire, like it's it's less than normal. You feel me? Like, you gotta deliver. You should be smoking yeah. fire on the regular. Like that should be a normal thing for you. You feel me? So that's why I'm gonna call it. The okay, norm. you can you can play off it. You gotta deliver. 
Yeah, I might have to put like a little description like under the strain, like right. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because at first that shit's like some mid the norm, right? The norm, right. The norm, right. Like, it's, it's sound, it sounds like it. I want that. I want that blueberry. But you know, gas they, mask they got the weed toxic. facts now, so you know people will know. Yeah. I'm trying to make something crazy. Yeah, I saw using that uh, breakout article too. Uh, post Gazette, yeah. Yeah, Julian Ralph did that. Yeah, I, I, Julian, good he, dude, he, he gave me a little section. Go read it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. What did you think about the uh, Pittsburgh um, music scene and everything? I read what you said, but like yeah. overall, like what I you what you, think of, what I you said, think of scene? I said a lot more than than what than, was in it than was even in it. Yeah, me and Julian sat down for probably like an hour. Um, I mean, yo, like the music scene is cool. Like we have a lot of talent here. Like we definitely have a lot of talented people. Like you know, artists, producers, engineers. Um, but it's just like we don't have like. The reason why it's so hard to 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 get it on a major level in Pittsburgh is because we don't have like the business people here that know how to take the artist to the next level. Like as an artist, like there's only so much you could do. You feel me? Um, and like there's a point where you need like these people to be able to like put you on these platforms and give you these opportunities and shit like that. And I feel like we're just lacking. Like we're lacking like the the business minds to do that but we do have like people that are helping us like push us forward like the photographers and shit like that to be coming out to events and taking pictures and posting pictures and and shit like that and like like that's that's that helps you know what i'm saying like that's putting people's mm -hmm. faces out into the world you know what i mean like like art like wallflower like uh black and white you know what i mean like there's there's a ton of people out there like so um, those are like that's one of like the contributing factors, you know what I'm saying? Like those people help a lot. Um, but we need people who who know how to like like brand uh brand an artist and and get an artist on the major platforms and link. Like maybe up some with PR the, people, right? Some some publicists, man. We don't we just don't have we don't have like the publicists with the major connects here and shit. Like like I always talk about like Atlanta whenever um whenever this is brought up because like. A lot of people will talk about like, oh, like there's so many people popping in Atlanta and they're all and they're all working together. And it's like, that's why they're popping. But it's like they're working together because like there's somebody bringing them together. Like they, they got Coach K down there. Coach yeah. K, quality control. Right. Like, bro, so many of, of the people popping in Atlanta are signed to quality control. That are, umbrella. Yeah. Are signed with Coach K. Like Coach K is the pillar of it. You could shit. tell like how he takes Lil Yachty's business to the next level. Right. Lil Yachty's on Sprite, Target. Right. He's a big... Uh, position up at uh, Nautica, right? And I, that's what I'm saying. Like we we don't have a Coach K here, yo. We don't we don't have a Coach K, um, and so like he, you know, that's that's like where where we're lacking, um, honestly. Um, I mean, like you know, we have some some smart people here, but it's just mm -hmm. they're not doing it like that, or that's not what they want to do. Right, they're not doing it to that magnitude. Right, not yeah. to that magnitude, or, or they're just not not um just not into it like that you know what i mean so mm -hmm. that's the only difference to me like we got all the talent that atlanta has we just don't have that coach k type figure we don't have that pillar to to hold everybody together it's like it's not like niggas just come together i mean like yeah there is there's a lot of unity in here like i fuck with a lot of people a lot of other people fuck with other people but but it's like that stops at a point like you know what i mean like i, I fuck with this person but that doesn't mean like we're gonna like link up five days a week and and work and do this and do that. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody got their own shit to do and mm -hmm. and all that. You know. But I see somebody, yeah, I fuck with them. I'm a I'm a talk to them. I'm a acknowledge them. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. So right, right, right. Um, you got any shows coming up? Performing? I see you be on like 
stage performing man every now and then i'm gonna be at the the raekwon show july 20th uh, uh i'll probably perform like a song that's I'll, at mr smalls right that's at mr smalls yeah i'm I'm leaving for cali the next day like they wanted me to do like a whole set but since i'm i'm leaving like hella early so i didn't want to do that but my man space jam jeff is gonna be doing a whole set at the raekwon show and i'm gonna probably do like one or two jams with him mm-hmm. um just to just to like compliment it and shit like that but other than that man uh nah man like I, i've been like real low-key like lately and shit like i'm i've been not trying to do shows unless they're like either like a great opportunity or they're like paying you know what i'm saying like because it's just like i've done so many shows and shit like that and especially like in the burg it's like you know i've done like over 100 shows i've done this i've done that so like there's 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 really nothing else that i could do in the burg as an artist to make myself bigger so like i'm not gonna just keep coming out and standing in front of 40 people for free you know what i'm saying like i need some type of compensation because it's like I could be at the studio working on somebody's shit, making money in that time too, or I could be doing a feature or doing this or doing that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like time is money, you know? So like at at this point, if it's not like with, you know, like a a bigger artist or like out of town or like there's some type of compensation involved, I'm just not really, I'm not, you know, I just don't have the time for that right now. Any any other projects that you're collaborating with on anybody else uh, producing engineering? Coming up, or, uh, or what to expect? Like coming up, I know the EP. Yeah, got yeah, I got the I got Stoney's World this, EP. Yeah, Stoney's World EP coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, I got this project that I'm uh, that I got done that I really feel like is gonna like blow shit out the water, like take me to like like that higher like mainstream level. <clears throat> it's called One of One, One of One, but I'm looking for the right publicist right now. To, to to get behind it like you know i've been talking to a couple of people like I, I went out to california to to meet with one last time um so like i've i've had that done for for like a couple months probably since like april and i've really just been holding that faithfully and i'll, I'll hold that as long as i need to because like i said i put a lot of work into that and i feel like that's the one that's really going to take it to the next level so i can't you know i, I can't put that out just just any way right. i refuse to you feel me i respect to be right right it has to be right everything has to be right because the music is right but the business has to be right too you feel mm-hmm. me it has to be reaching all the right ears and all the right influencers and shit like that um <clears throat> so yeah man um i've been working uh i've been working a little bit with uh with a uh, sledging from taylor gang too um we got a couple couple jams done right now i ain't gonna like touch on that too much but um that's that's in the works too okay i mean so uh i mean i'm I'm never not working you know what i mean i got like four projects done right now like i haven't dropped one since last year but i got like four done right now and like i'm not in a rush to drop them like i'll drop music i'll drop videos but like when it comes to these full bodies of work a lot of shit goes into them so like you know those just those can't just fly out no more right like them shit's gotta you know i got songs that i'm like this ain't coming out unless it's doing a million plays Straight up, straight like it. that. Damn, I'm trying to get my numbers like that. You feel me? How many people listen to my last episode? Like 150. See, no, I'm playing. Uh, I got. I'm, a, I'm more. I'm better than that. I'm a little better than that. Not too much. We can get into that. But I feel what you saying though. That's um, the studio. Where's it out on the south side? <clears throat> um, 22nd, like right off Carson. Okay. Yeah. Epic Studio. Epic Studios. Okay. Open for business 24 seven. 24 seven. 365. 25.8. Yeah, damn near. Damn yeah. near, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I work. I mean, I'm always down to work, man. I'm always down to, down to, you know, help somebody out and make some money in the process. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. 
it's never a bad thing. Um, you merch? You, don't you got merch too? Actually, we actually just got some uh some new stony stony shirts printed up. We had um a couple months ago, like we had the hats, we had the black stony shirts, the pink stony shirts, and then the the weed Olympic team epic shirts. Um, and now we got these uh these baseball tees, these stony baseball tees that are coming out like in a couple days and shit. Um, like the sleeves are yellow, and that's that's a collab with uh with Foreign Enterprises. And they're like another, like a clothing brand from the Pittsburgh area, um, that my man Adam Corn created. So that's a collab with them, and those will be coming out in like probably like a week or so. But that that one is like a limited release. Like we only printed up like twenty twenty five of those, so those are exclusive. Mm-hmm. But I do have like another uh, another batch of like re- like regular merch coming in shit and shit like that soon. Like I got black uh, short sleeve stony shirts coming i got uh maroon short sleeve stony shirts coming and like some new hats and some different colorways and shit like that too so okay. we, we just try to keep the ball rolling on everything man like merch is important because like that's people like rep like representing your shit you know what i mean somebody puts on a stony shirt and goes out in public people are gonna be like oh stony you mm-hmm. know what i mean so like that's that's just branding me more just like you said, your, uh, your boy Space, anything Space Jam. Mm-hmm. So he's doing Space a set like yeah, like if he got a stunning shirt on that like Mr. Smalls, everybody see that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Product placement right there. Exactly. Product placement. Boom. Very important. Product placement. New Wave Podcast. <laughs> Tune in. Yeah. Um. Where can they find you at? Your IG, Twitter. Uh, IG at Stony Bluntana. Uh, Twitter backslash Stony's World with two D's. Uh, SoundCloud.com backslash it's Norman Dean. You could listen to me uh, on Pandora, Norman Dean Radio, which will be switching to Stony Radio I soon. Get to Pandora Station. Yeah, I've had a Pandora Station for quite some time now. My mm-hmm. my Pandora does numbers, man. My Pandora did did like 10k last week. Pa- Pandora's Pandora's a, a a really good platform. Like if you can get on there, man, and like they pay okay too. I mean, because oh. you know, like you get paid for streams. Like I I get paid for all my streams and shit like that too. Like it's not. It's not like no crazy number, but it adds up whenever you got good numbers, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, Pandora, Norman Dean Radio. Um, you, you can catch me on Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, uh, you know, YouTube, ev- everywhere you can think of. Any Anywhere that has music, my music is there. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not hard to find. Bet, bet. 